This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Jeremy Adams, and he's one of the Forbes and Influencive.com's top 30 entrepreneurs under 30. He's not timid to climb the ladder of ultimate success now with Unicorn Innovations. He's armed with an impressive background in sales and digital marketing, and at 22 years old, he went on to become the founder of Prestige Food Trucks, along with launching many other successful businesses, including one with Kevin Harrington a past investor from Shark Tank. Today, he's focused on an exciting new venture with his close friend, Maxwell Finn, called Unicorn IQ. Jeremy, are you ready to take us to the top? I'm ready. All right, so everyone always discounts interviews when I have someone on who's running like an agency because they assume that's a lifestyle business and you can't scale and it's really tough. Why should people listen to the rest of this thing? Yeah, that's a great question. First of all, Unicorn Innovations isn't an agency, right? Like we'll, we'll take on some select consulting work here and there, but we're really just have a, a giant plan for how we can impact tons of people with everything we've learned and you know everyone we're connected with. Um, Unicorn Innovations is a parent of multiple um, Unicorn subsidiaries that are coming out. Our main focus right now is Unicorn IQ, and Unicorn IQ is is going to be the the leading um, marketing training like course and actual live training platform in the world. Um, we've, we've partnered with multiple experts. We're releasing amazing content, amazing training, and, you know, really looking to just provide value and help people grow their businesses and change their lives. And so Jeremy, the natural question, people are always skeptical about courses. They go, well, if someone's so good at something, why are they going to spend time teaching it? Why not just do it and make a lot of money that way? How do you respond to that? Cause I, I I'm, I'm teeing up with a softball question here. Cause I want you to give examples of what you've done. Yeah, totally. So um, my partner, Max, and I, we've been behind the scenes guys for a few years now. We had our, um, first of all, I grew my food truck manufacturing company. We'll do just under $10 million in revenue this year with online marketing, uh, primarily with organic um, and paid SEO. We were target on Facebook, but it's an intent base. So we, we grew that market. We don't do any traditional marketing, all online. And then I started, I learned at a young age how to do it, right? Um, now, Max and I had our partnership with Kevin, Uh, called Quantum Media. And we were very fortunate to have some great success and work with some big clients. Um, We we work with 3M, obviously they're a $30 billion a year uh, company. We did a lot of stuff with them. We worked with Sam's Club. We had a bunch of exciting projects that we just got to manage big budgets and gain a lot of experience with. And and because of all that, we kind of stumbled into the course business on accident because I agree with everyone listening. Like every time I see a course, it like makes me cringe. It's just like, fuck another course. Like what's this guy know? But we, um, we kind of stumbled upon it because, uh, and Max always tells the story. Someone reached out to us that had a course already that was looking for us to drive their traffic for their Facebook course. Mm -hmm. And that's actually, we're like, are you serious? This guy's selling a course, can't even drive his own traffic. So we're like, we need to start really 
um, you know, teaching people how to, you know, what everything we know. So we started giving away all of our successful funnels. I mean, we just started. So Jeremy, for, t- tell me specifically what you did for 3M. So for 3M, we worked with a particular division of their company and did a nationwide lead gen campaign and would drive the leads to local dealers and distributors all over the country. So, so Jeremy, I think when people hear that, you know, post it or 3M, they think post-it notes. So what are you driving leads to? What do you mean distribution centers? So we worked with their window film division and they have one of many divisions, 3M, like until we started working with them, I had no clue of all this shit that they're involved in. They're a huge corporation. Post-it notes are kind of what they're notorious for, but we would drive um, traffic for local window film distributors and get window film installs for people within a you know, 20, 30 mile radius. So they had a proprietary window film that they would install in people's houses in the, in the South where it's hot. It would keep your house cooler during the summer and the North where it's cold and keep your house warmer during the winter. Right. So it was a window film that would just make your house more efficient. So, so walk me through, you know, why can't anybody do this? You know, a lot, a lot of people I talk to about Facebook ads, the reason they don't do it themselves, honestly, it's just the blocking and tackling. They don't understand power editor. They don't understand how to generate multiple creatives. They don't know how to take the creatives, pick a winner, then launch a new B test against the A winner. I mean, besides the blocking and tackling, why can't people do this themselves? I mean, I, I think everybody can do it, right? It's not a matter of Facebook makes it very easy. Google's the same way. They make it very easy to spend money. They're huge companies. They want you to sign up, put your credit card info and start creating ads. It's just a matter of there's more to it than the Facebook ads themselves. And I, I believe that's where a lot of people get lost. You have to have ultimately a great product or service. I mean, you, you see people with these horrible products. I mean, these horrible ad campaigns that are super profitable because they have a great product and service. Name one. Uh, I mean, we're doing consulting work for a guy right now that he has a toy company made for kids that are made for parents that want to buy toys for their kids that are like stimulate their brain, like STEM toys. One Facebook is, it was a boosted post. It wasn't even an ad. He thought it was an ad, but he did like 3 million in revenue in three months, just launching a Shopify store from that. And so, so what was the boosted post? Like what, what was it a video? What was the format? What did it link to? It was an image of um, his top selling toy. So his, his top selling toy was a, a blue robot that, you know, took two hours to put together and it was solar powered and uh, it, it just absolutely killed. And ultimately, when you look at it, like from a Facebook marketing side, and the point being like, we're not we're not miracle workers. Like we now will work with people like getting your product or service out in is the most important part before you can make uh, a Facebook ad campaign successful long term. We just come in, we take a, a C to an A or a B to an A where we can't take shitty products or shitty services and make those profitable. No one can. I think that's where a lot of people like really, really struggle. So in the past 12 months, how much ad spend has Unicorn managed? Um, I mean, we, we get involved in a lot of JVs. So that's kind of a, that we manage some stuff together, but um, 10 million plus. Mm-hmm. And then how do you guys make money from that? Is it, is there, is there just a percent fee you're taking on spend or what? Depending on the client relationship, it's a percentage of profitability on certain cases, paper performance, there's, um, you know, management fee for some clients. It really just depends. Our own ad spend, right? It's just based on if it's profitable or not. Mm-hmm. What is your own ad spend? What are you driving traffic to right now? Is, do you already have the course live? Yeah, Unicorn IQ. So we did just on our Facebook course. So Unicorn IQ is a new project of ours. The Facebook course really took off. Uh, we did over a million in revenue. What's, what's the link to that, Jeremy? 
Um, we just made a new link. I can get that to you. Yeah, Tr- try and bring it up while we're doing it because what a lot of times when people listen to these shows, what they're doing actually is they're playing it on their computer and they're going and looking at the front facing version while you're sharing kind of how it's doing. So, like when so I go to when I go, it's not unicorniq.com. It's unicorniq.co, and then I just uh, messaged you here the actual link to the course. So, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, we drive a lot of paid traffic to that particular link, and we have variants of the landing page based on um, based on what we're doing. Um, but yeah, we did. Did a little over a million in revenue um, because on that course since the summer, and then we just we we knew we had something right. So we break like, break that million in revenue down for me. How much of that? How much of that goes back to paying affiliates? Like, what are your what are your above the line costs? Yeah, so we actually didn't. We had a handful of affiliates. We just spent a lot on paid traffic. Also. How much? Um, over four hundred grand. So okay. we didn't profit a million, but we spent a lot on paid traffic. I mean, there were definitely days where we're spending. Um, you know, 5k in a day and making 3k in revenue. And there's also those days you spend 5k and make 15k. And so and then, it's just, uh, yeah. It's How do you, price. what was the price point of the course? Uh, 990. We went back and forth between a thousand and 1500. We were at 1500. We just, and that's included. What makes ours very unique is we include live trainings with ours and we haven't charged extra for live trainings. That was our big value add. You get the course, but Max would go live twice a week, do ad audits, Q and A. Only to Max, customers. Yeah, and they would get it for free, and it's just unbelievable value. Like he just goes live for three plus hours a week total. So if you did a million in revenue, what you've signed up about a thousand people at a thousand bucks on average. On average, yeah, so it's a little bit more than that. We we ran some at first. We were just trying to get people into the ecosystem anyway. We ran a lot of discount codes when we were just getting started. So. Um, so maybe more we, than a thousand customers. Yeah, we have probably about fifteen hundred customers. I mean, Got we it. sold courses at four or five hundred bucks and stuff to get people in the ecosystem. So, Jeremy, how old are you? Out of curiosity, I'm twenty seven. I turn twenty eight next month. Okay, awesome, man. So, he, like, here's my question to you: Like, how do you get filthy rich from this? Right, you get a million bucks in sales. Right, you got four hundred grand going out the door in ad spend. That's above the line cost. So, you got your gross margin right there. Is boom cut to about what is that sixty percent? Then you have any other expenses, which I imagine are minimal on a on a digital product. So, what you okay. and Max just split the six hundred grand, then you pocket three hundred grand and invest that in other stuff. Like, how do you get rich from this? Yeah, so that. We, we obviously paid ourselves very well from that, um, but then we, we've invested, we've, we've hired a few full, full-time team members. Um, we, you know, obviously try to keep the business as cash flow or like cash rich as possible because, you know, we saw the potential from that course and we know a lot of people in digital marketing that are really good at what they do. So that's when we're like, let's go to all these people that we know that are badasses, like kind of how Max was. He's behind the scenes guy that knew what he was doing, but he never like wanted to release a course. It just kind of we stumbled upon it because of what happened. I was I started connecting with all of our high level connects and said, hey, this is my idea. I want to like have you guys create a course. And that's where Unicorn IQ came from, which is going to be, uh, we're releasing our Google AdWords course today, actually, which we're really excited about. We have an Amazon course, a LinkedIn course, and an Instagram course coming out in the next three to four months. So um, it's partnering with super high level people, you know, compensating them well. Um, so they're incentivized to continue to put out good stuff. And and ultimately, that's how we have an actual scalable business, right? Yeah. So just to be clear, Jeremy, most of, it looks like you're investing a lot of stuff. You just give us some of those investments and costs, but you're paying yourself a fixed salary, not doing like a, d- a distribution of 600 grand at the end of, you know, every course launch. Yeah, no, we, 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 uh, we pay ourselves salaries. And then once a quarter, we get together and discuss distributions. But it, for us, from 
previous poor, like previous bad experiences, discussing distributions all the time are such a giant buzzkill and a waste of time in a business. Cause yep. every time you get money, it's like when we do bad, are you going to fucking put money back in the business? You know what I mean? So like we try to not have that distribution conversation uh, until we have to. This is, well, this is what I'm asking you, right? Cause like, I mean, I learned this lesson the hard way at my first company where, you know, we raised venture capital, did all that stuff. And I was paying myself a fixed salary. The only way I would get filthy rich from that is on a big exit. Right. So you've obviously created a comfortable life for yourself, maybe a great life. You're getting paid a salary that, you know, you're able to live and do what you want. But to get rich, I'm talking like, you know, I mean, I don't know what rich is for you, but for my audience, it might be five, 10, 20 million bucks. I mean, you're not going to sell a media agency for a multiple that's going to make you five, 10 million bucks. Right. So maybe over 10 years, you get cash flow that way. But how do you get yourself rich from this? So our, our IQ business, again, is not an agency. It's, a, it's an online training platform. Um, and we do take on some consulting work for cash flow. So I'm not saying we don't yeah, do Yeah, Jeremy, I mean, that, sorry, when I say agency, I mean teaching, right? You're, you're te- so whether that, it's consulting, that teaching. Is, that business is very sellable, man. I mean, we're about to, we've given away our weekly trainings for free. We're about to start charging $197 a month. For that weekly training and people are going to pay for it. Not everybody. Yeah. And the churn rates in that are through the roof. They'll stay for three months on average and then churn. You might as well charge one I mean, time for three months. That's any subscription business, man. Come no, it's on. not. That's not true at all. Software subscription businesses, you have lifetime values over three, four, right. five years. A lot of product subscription businesses and we drove traffic for a lot of them. You know, three to six months is, is you know, doable. I, I'm confident our customers are going to stay for, for years on end, especially in the digital marketing world. Facebook, like Mark Zuckerberg, oh, the algorithm's changing. Everyone's heads are exploding. Like Facebook is changing constantly to invest $197 a month to for your team to be prepared on what's coming soon. Like it's a very, very high value proposition we're offering. We're we're keeping people relevant and and, and giving them the knowledge that they need to, to have to continue to make sure they're on top of their game and ahead of their competitors. So Jeremy, just to be clear, you think people are going to pay you 197 bucks a month for over th- for over three years on average because Facebook changes so much and you're going to keep giving them updates? Not, I didn't say over three years on average, but I, they're going to hold, they're going to retain. The quality, I mean... I've max- never, I'm just telling you, I've never seen an example of an info product subscription like this where it's just content going out and there's no software component. Have a Have a... Yeah, it's not an info product. It's it's live training. It's Q and A. It's add-on. It's, te- it's, it's teaching. Yeah, it's teaching. I, I, I've never say so. Kim Garst is a great model of this. She, I think, is one of the best in the industry at this. Her sticky rate, her turn rate, they stay on average for five months, right? And she's, I mean, she's really good. She's keynote speaking, just like you guys are. I've never seen an example of someone doing teachings, trainings, courses, whatever you want to call it, and have that kind of sticky rate. Which is why I go back to the question: How do you get? wealthy from this. And the reason I'm bringing this up is I'm trying to pry in and see if you guys are thinking about, do you build software to help people manage this? Cause the software ATM is a way better ATM than a teaching one. And that, that's a, that's a great point. I mean, I will, you know, respectfully disagree with, I, I do believe cause I, I talk to our customers and I know the type of value that we're providing. It's not coming from arrogance. Like we, we work really hard Max in particular to, to do everything we can to help out as many people as we can in our tribe. And I, I, I am confident that people are going to stay long-term. Obviously, as we grow, Well, you can look at the data though, Jeremy. So what is the data telling you right now? You've signed up customers. How many of them are you know staying month to month? Well, that's what I'm We've given it away for free up to this point to build trust. 
but I, I'm I, happy to share I, the data. I, with I think we'll leave that conversation right there. We'll touch base in a year and see see what the data actually says. But uh, if you figure it out, obviously it's a great model. L- let's so let's shift a little bit. Do you ever work in market for a product and go, wow, we've we've perfected this distribution channel. It's easy to replicate this product ourselves. Like, how do you resist the urge to just go and do it yourself? Yeah, well, I mean, we're we're very entrepreneurial. We'll have we have a couple of our own brands. I mean, we're we're not just like I said we. We, we started, so Max founded startupdrugs.com. Are you familiar with startup drugs? So we're partners in that. It's not a hugely successful company because it's just, it's a lot of e-commerce t-shirts, right? Yeah. It's a lot of work to scale a a t-shirt brand and it's a cool brand to be a part of, but it's not like, you know, it's not the numbers you can do on courses. Right. So it's cool and it's exciting. We're, you know, a food trucker with Pat Flynn. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with that? I shared that with you. So we're partners in that and that sells digital courses on, you know, how to be more successful on your food truck. It's very niche, but it, it does. Okay. We, we have our own, by business. the way, even Pat, the king of teaching online, the king, he, all of his ads right now. And I think you guys are probably the ones running it are driving mostly to smart podcast player, which is hardcore software. Totally. Now I'm so to your point, we're not against, uh, getting into the software space. I mean, Do you have that's, ideas. That's what I'm trying to get at. Do you have ideas there? Are you, are you mulling around on anything? We, we have discussed some stuff internally, like, um, but I mean, there's nothing that we're like actively pursuing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good stuff, man. The podcast player is totally, it's a great long-term play. It's a hundred bucks a year. I mean, I get it. I mean, it's, uh, you get a lot of people in there that everybody with a podcast can use that thing. Yeah. And you know the data because you're, you're running the LTV on that thing. I mean, they're sticky people. I think what it's up 15, he publishes it 15, 16 grand or something now a month. It's just a slow growth and people trust him. He has his own show and it works. Totally. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're not, we're not against that. And if we talk in a year and you know, the training business isn't doing what I'm saying it's doing now, like I'll be the first to tell you, like I was fucking wrong. But if we didn't talk to these people regularly and just know that how, big of an impact we're making in their businesses and with their customers or their e-com stores or whatever, it's not a product we roll out. We're just not that arrogant where we're just like, we're going to start charging this. Like people like are getting such value out of it that we want to be able to like help them at a higher level. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll touch base in a year. See how things are going. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's the last business book you read? Um, I just started reading principles. Uh, so that's the one that I just started. That's good. But I read a lot of audiobooks. So. Ray Dalio, that's a good one. Number two, name a CEO in your city that you really love going out to dinner with. Um, in my city, I mean, my one of my biggest mentors is uh, Jim Sahin. He's the CEO of uh, Brewster's Ice Cream. He's the former CEO of TCBY. We talk, you know, almost every day, and I love spending time with him every time, every chance we get. Number three, uh, what is your favorite online tool? Favorite online tool would be Slack, man. I just, I have all my clients, business partners, everything's in Slack. And number four, Jeremy, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? I'm at eight to 10 hours of sleep, guy. It's That's very good. Get sleep. So That's I'll normally go to bed at 11 ish, 12, wake up eight or nine. And you said you're 27. Are you married, single? Do you have kids? Um, single, no kids. Single and no kiddos. All right. <laughs> Last question, Jeremy. Take us back seven years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? For me, if I would have just been able to tell myself at 20 that, that no one has everything figured out, right? Like I've always up until recently just put certain people and I've been fortunate to work with some very high level people. I put them up on pedestals 
when like I dive deeper and know more about them, I realize like they're just as fucked up in the head or they're just confused with what's going on in their lives as I am, if not even more so. So if I would have known that, I feel like I could have capitalized on a lot of opportunities prior. Cause I always, you know, for the longest time I would think if only I could be like, think like him one day in all actuality, like they're just saying like further down the road. Jeremy Adams, guys, there you have it. No one has everything figured out. Do your own thing. Focus, 27 years old, built a very successful model around coaching. Also has his own business in the food truck space. Does a lot of JV partnerships with the likes of Pat Flynn. Over the past 12 months, they've driven about a million bucks in revenue on their new product. Uh, they spent about 400 grand to get that return and actively building out the company. Thinking about software, but nothing active yet. Jeremy, thank you for taking us to the top.